Thank you for joining us on the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. And here's your host, Chris Sabalero. Well, this is it. Once again, it's time for the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. I got to tell you, I want to thank you once again for joining us. We really appreciate those emails. We really appreciate the comments. And we're trying every day to bring you the best show possible. And hopefully you're getting a little bit of entertainment out of it, a lot of leadership knowledge, and something that you can use in your day. You know, I got to tell you, man, today I'm very, very excited. And uh, I seem to be very excited every show, though, right? I mean, so it doesn't make a difference what show it is. But today we're going to be visited by our new vice president of marketing and sales. And I'm excited to introduce her. And that's Debbie Self. Debbie, come on in here and say hello to everyone. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday morning. That's right. It is Friday. So we got the weekend coming up and we're going to have uh, hopefully an exciting weekend. But uh, we're excited, man. I mean, we're excited that you came on board. And just to give the listeners a little bit about you, you and I have known each other for probably close to a decade. And you have about, uh, you know, just about 30 years in sales and marketing. And, and that's pretty remarkable for a woman who's 28 years old. So I don't know how you made that work out. So that's pretty <laughs> awesome for you. You bet. That's right. Figure out how to turn back time. That's right. It is. Uh, the Fountain of Youth is right here on the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. And over your career, you've sold millions and millions of dollars worth of product. And I think we're really excited to have you come on board, that you're able to work with our uh, clients and customers, that you're able to help them train their sales force, uh, that you're helped to you know, give them that edge. I mean, when it comes to sales, whatever we do in business, it all comes down to we're selling something, whether it's services or whether it's uh, you know, products. And it's I got to tell you, yeah, yeah. It, it's very exciting that you've joined us, and I want to thank you for doing that. Well, thank you. I'm really excited to have this opportunity. Glad to be on board to help you guys out. Looking forward to providing the best sales uh, training for your forces out there. Continue to carry on the torch to the younger generation coming up. You know, I think that's really important. I mean, you bring that, you, you bring the, the point up about a younger generation. And now as we start to think about, there, there's a whole new, uh, you know, generation in the workforce. And, you know, you were just relaying a story to me uh, before we started recording about somebody that you ran into that is new to sales and they were kind of looking for a book or they were looking for some guidance because they really didn't know what to do. Yeah, it's a lot different now. I mean, you know, back when we went to school, you kind of knew what you were going to be when you when you graduated college. And nowadays, with just the masses being pushed, you have to get a bachelor's degree, and it seems like no one cares what it's in. And then they get out and they have this bachelor degree, and they don't know what they want to do with it. And a lot of people tend to gravitate towards the sales industry because they think it's easy. And then they get there and they have no idea, you know, um, what they were, what they were supposed to be doing or what it's all about. So I'd like to bring that to them. We um, hired a new sales associate that seems to be the big thing that companies like to do. They hire um, college uh, students, you know, that have just graduated and are coming into the workforce and they want to train them in their way. And I think that it misses a boat on, on a lot of who you need to be as a person to step up to, to the plate to be successful in this field, not just by what, you know, the corporations tell you. And she was, you know, doing her due diligence and, and researching to uh, find out what sales are, what is pre-hospital sales, hospital sales, this, that, and the other. And she said there was nothing out there for her to read um, to tell her, you know, what's expected of her, what can she expect um, in this particular field. 
Yeah, and I think that's really great and, and it's really important. And, you know, there's tons of great sales books that are out there. But when it comes to practical experience, I think that that's where that mentorship really comes into play. And, uh, you know, being able to share that wisdom that you've gotten over the years, I think, is really important. But let's go ahead and capitalize on some of your experience here for the listeners, Deb. So okay. let me ask you my first question. What do you feel is the biggest challenge in training your sales force today? For me, I think it's it's personality, people skills, how to listen. You get so caught up in, you know, companies wanting you to follow, you know, start at point A, then move to point B, move to point C, that it just becomes very mechanical. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to buy from someone that's very mechanical. I don't want to be felt like I'm in I'm being herded like cattle through this process. And if you tell me this, and my answer is that, that you're going to get this, you know what I mean? You have to be a people person. You have to have people skills. You have to know how to listen, you know, when to talk, when to be quiet. And you just have to have that relationship building personality because uh, we all want to buy from someone that we respect, that we know, that we like, that we have a relationship with. And I think the relationship building is something that is the biggest challenge going into um, a sales position. You know, so let me ask you a follow-up question then. So if you're, you're talking about personality, uh, and I really agree with that. I mean, we want to be able to, uh, you know, develop that rapport with our clients. But But my question to you is, if personality is such an important component – does that kind of keep a certain individual or, or does sales need to track in a certain individual that has to be able to be an extrovert, that has to be able to be outgoing um, more than being introverted or being shy? Absolutely. You, you have to be able to talk to people. You have to be able to be warm and inviting. And that's just, that's just the nature of the beast. You, ha- you have to be that way. You, you know, no one wants to buy from someone that's quiet and shy and, and they don't like to talk or they don't know how to have, you know, communication um, because it, it just doesn't vent well from somebody sitting, from sitting across that desk from you if you can't be warm and inviting and out there. You have to be a self-motivator. You have to, you know, be able to motivate yourself and lead yourself and convince people that, you know, this is the product or service for you. And it's kind of hard to do if you can't have a communication or or a conversation with someone. So, you know, you talked about, you know, when we think about those skills that you need as a salesperson, you you talked about self-motivation, you talked about how to listen. Why is self-motivation important? I mean, how does that, how does that play into this? I mean, shouldn't you just be motivated, you know, to sell the product or how, how does that, you know, kind of help you develop your skills as a salesperson? Well, I mean, you have to... Basically, at the end of the day, even though you're working for a, you know another company or maybe even working for yourself, uh, I mean it is your business that you're running. It's your reputation out there, and um, you have to be able to have something that inspires you to get out there and see the customer. I mean, if you have you know a, a want to sell a product, I mean that's motivation right there. You have to be able to get out of bed in the morning and get yourself on the road and and be able to take, you know, rejection and, and no's and no's and no's, and then you'll, you know, you get a yes. And I mean, you have to be able to have that type of get up and go to make it happen. Yeah, I would think that after all those no's, it's, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, feeling of uh, frustration, a lot of feeling of, is this the business for me? But one of the things I think you said was very, very interesting in there. You said that this is your business, this is your brand. And even though you may be working for another company, you're really selling yourself just as much as you're selling the product. Oh, absolutely. You know, nowadays with mergers, I've always, you know, gone um, 
to the side where you never know who you're going to be working for tomorrow. And, you know, you never know where your customers going to or who your customer is going to be working for tomorrow. So you always want to sell yourself. I mean, you're the you're the brand number one, because if you, if I'm working for company A today and next month, I might be working for company B. I want my customers to know that, hey, she is a reliable person and, and she is not going to bring me something that, you know, I'm not going to like or want. You know, it, it, and again, if your customer, you know, if you have a good relationship with your customer who's at one particular place and then, you know, a year or two years from now, he's at another place, you're going to take that relationship with you. Whether the products will change, the companies will change, but you will always have that relationship that will follow you from whatever point you're at. Yeah, I think that's really a good point. One of the other things I think, you know, we, we focus a lot on when we think about healthcare consulting at, at our company, when we think about small business consulting, we really put a big emphasis on leadership skills, leadership development. So when you think about developing your skills as a salesperson, are leadership skills important to know as well? Absolutely. On, on a couple of different fronts. Number one, you have, to, you have to be able to lead yourself. It's tough being out there on your own. And basically, when you're in sales, you basically are out there by yourself. And, and a lot of times you're a one man show and it's hard to, to motivate yourself because it, you, know, you keep getting all those no's or things aren't turning out the way you want to. I mean, it's a lot of peaks and valleys. And when you're in those valleys and you're by yourself, it gets very lonesome and you have to be able to be a self-leader. You have to be able to also lead your customers. You have to you know, provide um, a service to them with that product. So you have to be able to be a leader for them because you're the expert in that field and you're coming to them as an expert. And you have to be able to be a leader for them and help them in making their decisions and their choices because you are the expert. So, you know, when you think about the relationship that you have to develop, I mean, because sales really is all about the relationship. And we know that to be successful in sales, you have to have your clients, your customers, they have to know, like, and trust the relationship that they have with you. What's the best way to develop that know, like, and trust relationship with your customer? I think for me, and, th- and it, it has been hard for me, this is something that I've had to learn over the years, um, is listen. Um, it, it, it's like any relationship that you have, whether it's your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your kids, your friends. Um, it's that type of a relationship. You have to bring those skills to that business relationship as well. Um, people want to buy from people that they trust and that they respect and that they like. And um, it, it's, you know, communication, huge thing in relationships, um, being a good listener. You know, this person is telling you, he is giving you the roadmap to earn his business. And we just have to, as salespeople, be quiet and listen to it and let them give that to us to make the transition easy. Yeah, and that's really a tough skill. I mean, when we think about our communication skills, listening is not one of the things that we do very well. I mean, we it seems that we listen more to respond than we do to listen to understand. And I would think that in the sales end of it, it really comes down to uh, if you understand, you know, I, I've said this for years, Deb, and I know you've heard me say this, is that people aren't buying your services and people aren't buying your products. What they're buying is outcomes. What they're buying is is solutions to their needs. And if we don't listen to them and we don't know what their challenges are, what their problems are, how do we know if our solutions are going to work for them? And, and I think that, you know, when you talk about, you know, being able to to listen and, and prove yourself, 
if you're able to really get that underlying message of this is what we're really looking for, I think you truly get to understand your customer. And it's also, you know, we're in the day now of every second counts. I mean, we're, you know, we're constantly, you know, on our computers, our iPads, our phones, you know, I mean, everything, our lives are on our phones and, and everything is just every second of our day. I don't know about you guys, but for me, every second of my day is planned. So um, if, if I'm a customer, you know, I, I sell the way I want to be sold to. Um, if I'm a customer and I'm sitting there and somebody is, you know, dive bombing me with all these pretty little sparkly things about their product or their service, I'm going to get bored and start looking at my watch because I only have a certain amount of time. So, you know, it's best to know, you know, be quiet, listen, find out what that customer needs and sell to those needs because, you know, time is money in our industry and there's very little of it. Yeah, and I, I, I think that you're so true. Back in the day when I was making those sales you know, decisions, those buying decisions, it, it was all about time and how much time you're willing to give somebody. And you almost felt like you were a doctor because you were kind of putting these guys on 15-minute increments of when you wanted them out of your right. office. you know. And So I think you bring up a really good point. Let me go ahead and ask you this final question. What do you think is the biggest misconception that salespeople have about their customers? You know, I think that what's hard is that customers want the truth. No matter how painful it is, they want your honesty. If you don't know an answer to their question, don't be afraid to say, I don't know, um, but I can get that information for you. And then follow up with that. I think that is the biggest you know, misconception there is. So does that come down to really self-confidence? I mean, so when you think about people want the truth, and I agree with you 100%, and we don't know everything. I mean, regardless of its leadership knowledge, if it's sales training, if whatever it is, I mean, we learn our skills as we go along as well. And, you know, experience comes from mistakes and mistakes come from lack of experience kind of thing. But do you think in, in this sales position when people have a fear of being truthful? Is that more of a self-confidence issue or is that more of, I just don't want to, uh, you know, I just want to be able to keep this, uh, you know, the sale on the line or what do you think that comes down to? I don't really think it's a self-confidence deal. I think it's more of, you know, being afraid that they're not going to buy your product if you say, well, I don't know. I'm sure it may, you know, a little bit, but I think the biggest thing is that, you know, salespeople, ha are, it's drained and ingrained in them, close, 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 close. But, you know, they get in there and they think that they lead you down this particular path that this company has taught them. This is my, my schematic here that I have to follow. And if I do this, this, and this, then this is the outcome. And the pressure's on us to continually grow and, you know, get, get more business, get more business. Um, it, it, it weighs on you. And a lot of times, you know, sales reps end up going in and trying to, to do the pressure sale on a customer. And I think it's more out of just fear that they're not going to get the business and they're not going to make their numbers if they come up and say, well, I don't know about this, but let me find out. I think if you're honest with your customers, that helps to, it shows that you're human and that they're human and they're not just another number. They're just not another face or, you know, another, you know, uh, dollar for your company that this is a true relationship here because he's being honest with me about this. And, and I would appreciate that being on the other side. You know, I would appreciate someone telling me the truth and not knowing, but that guy is going to work for me and he's going to go out of his way to find out the answers for me. And I can trust in someone like that. Yeah, I really think that, you know, you bring up some good points there. And, and when we go into this, you know, into this relationship of a, you know, a sales and, and, you know, a customer, it really comes down to almost being a partnership. 
and you know you you said it really well. Uh, let me go ahead and find out the information you need. Let me go ahead and do some research on this for you. I mean, because I'm asking you're in you're in my office and you're trying to sell to me, and I'm asking you questions that may or may not be relevant, and I may be even you know talking about the competition and being able to bring in those uh, uh, you know the research, bring in the uh, you know the the perspective, whatever it is. Uh, you're doing that legwork for me, and it really is a partnership as well as a relationship. And that just goes to another service and makes me more valuable to you as, you know, with the customer and the sales rep, you know, relationship of, you know, it's a service. I mean, you know, there's a lot of me too products out there nowadays, and you really have to think outside the box to make your product stand out to that customer. And and in the end, it's all about service and and customer service. And, you know, what other benefits do, do I bring to the table other than this shiny object? And, you know, being able to take, that legwork off of your plate is huge. Yeah, I have to agree with you. And I got to tell you, I mean, Deb, we are really excited that you are part of Subalero and Associates. And we feel that your expertise is going to really, you know, help our clients and help our customers to develop the very best uh, sales force that there is. And, and, you know, you're going to be our go-to expert when it comes to sales and marketing. We're going to have you back on the show and we're going to have a variety of topics that we're going to talk about that really goes from the basic to the advanced in the process of being able to sell and develop your relationships and increasing your listening skills. And I got to tell you, I'm really excited about that. But if you have, if you have a final thought now for our audience, uh, what do you kind of leave them with? First, I just want to say I'm, I'm super, super excited to have this opportunity. I, you know, I've been doing sales for a very long time and it's, it's who I am as part of my life. I've, you know, enriched my life. I always say that you need to love what you do and, and when you love what you do, it doesn't seem like a job and, and you enjoy getting up in the morning. And that's what motivates me is enjoying this journey that we're all on here. And um, I see, you know, a lot of students, a lot of college graduates coming out into this world and not really knowing. I mean, you can give, you can, you know, go through sales and marketing and have this training, but to thoroughly understand what to, what you're going to experience in the sales world, um, you know, it, it's just as important to me to bring that to the table that, okay, yeah, you've gone through college, you have your four-year degree or, or whatever, but this is the real world. And these are the real world experiences that you're going to go through and have and, and uh, experience. And, and these are the skills that you really need to have coming, you know, bringing something to the table or getting into this field. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I think you're absolutely correct. You know, you, by joining our team, I tell you that you automatically make our company better. It is my honor to have you on board as a team member, and I look forward to learning from you and, uh, you know, helping our listeners uh, navigate those murky waters of becoming an an expert in sales. And uh, I want to thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. And everybody out there, once again, we're going to put the wraps on the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. I want to thank you for joining us. And if you have any questions, go ahead and send them to us at ultimateleadership16 at gmail.com. And until next time, this is Chris Sabalero, and I look forward to chatting with you again real soon. Thank you for joining us. The Ultimate Leadership Podcast is a production of chrissubalero.com. You can interact with us by email at ultimateleadership16 at gmail.com. All rights reserved.